post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone right now and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Chris Brown, a proud sponsor of your Wildcats post-game recap podcast. It is my honor to welcome on Union Head Football Coach Justin Grawl. Coach, how are you? Doing great. How are you? Can't complain one bit. Coach, your Wildcats are coming off a huge 47-0 win against St. Francis Borgia, now a record of 2-0. Talk to me about how your team is feeling right now. Um, you know, right now we're feeling, you know, pretty good. Obviously, it's exciting to be 2-0 and um, and to, you know, have done our job in the first two weeks of the season. But, you know, I think we're eager to, to have another great week of practice and, and face a great Sullivan team next Friday. For sure. Your offense scored very early in the game on a touchdown pass from Hughes tomorrow. That was the lone score of the first quarter. But the, the Wildcats took a 33-0 lead to the locker room. What allowed that offense to really open up and score 27 in that second quarter? Um, you know, we just executed at a high level. Um, we turned up the tempo a little bit, um, you know, completed some some deep passes, ran the ball effectively, um, kept Borgia off balance. And, you know, it's 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 always awesome to be able to put up a big, big number of points, you know, in, in one quarter, like you said. No doubt. A lot of different guys found Pater for you uh, on Friday night. Four touchdown passes for Hughes in that first half. Talk to me about what you saw from your quarterback quarterback and, and how he was able to share the ball all over yeah you know right now he's just he's playing extremely confident and extremely consistent he's moving the ball around to you know all of our receivers um an extremely extremely good night for Liam um he was 13 through 15 through the air so you know consistent taking what the defense has given him and letting the letting the playmakers make plays for sure and his ability to kind of spread the ball out and get it to ev- any receiver that is open you know, has to do something for the run game, a couple long runs during that game. So talk to me about what your quarterback does for your running game. Um, you know, I think when he's when he's firing on all, on all cylinders like he was on Friday night, he keeps defenses off balance. Um, you, you can't defend everything as a defensive coordinator. Um, you kind of got to make a decision whether you're going to sell out and defend the pass or, you know, load the box and defend the run. Um, you know, like you said, when Liam's doing what, what we ask him to do, he's going to keep those defenses off balance and open up things for the run game. Well, awesome. A lot of explosive plays for your offense on Friday night with touchdowns of 69, 64, 24, and 19 yards. How important it is, is it for you guys to have the ability to move the ball in large chunks uh, of yardage there? Um, you know, one of, our, one of the things we really have been pushing this offseason is receiver blocking downfield. Um, We want our kids to expect to score every time they touch the ball. And and that takes all 10 other people who don't have the ball in their hands to be working hard to get guys into the end zone. And, you know, it's, it's starting to help out. You're starting to see those longer touchdowns um, come because guys are working hard on every single play. For sure. We talked about that first score in the first quarter and then the scoring came on in that second quarter. But was there one play on offense that really uh, you felt like settled in your guys and, and they knew that they were going to have a good night out there on offense? You know, not one in particular. Um, 
we try to get our guys a lot of reps during the week and we try to put them in as many different situations as possible. Um, just so whatever does happen on Friday night, our kids, you know, have already experienced to some degree. Um, we had a pretty good week of practice last week. Um, and then we were able to take that, that good week of practice and that confidence we built throughout the week into Friday night. And, you know, I'd love to say there's one play that got us jump started, but really I think it was more our week of practice. Awesome. Well, were there any specific names that really stood out on the offensive end of the ball on Friday night? Um, Hayden Burke had another big night um, going over a hundred yards receiving now for the first, he did it week one and week two. Um, you know, we ran the ball well with Wyatt Beerkey and um, freshman Hayden Parmentier had a big night um, closing out the game. You know, I know he was very excited to get some of his first varsity touches and, and he made the most of them in the fourth quarter. For sure. And you, you just mentioned it, the freshman went 69 yards there in that fourth quarter for a score. So what, what does that do for, for a young player's confidence to, to find time in the game and then, you know, find pay dirt or, or even more so just contribute on a, on a major level? Yeah, I mean, those, those guys, whether they're freshmen, sophomores, juniors, whoever they are, you know, those guys are integral to everything that we do. Um, you might not be the guy making all the plays on Friday night, but you're, then that means you're the guy behind the scenes helping us out in practice. And, you know, anytime we can get those guys into – a situation on a Friday night, it's obviously special. And, you know, Hayden uses athletic ability and you know, it's no doubt something I'm sure he'll remember for a long time. For sure. Well, offense is always going to get the credit when you see a big 47 points on the scoreboard, but your defense showed up big this week. Talk to me about what you saw from them. Yeah, definitely took a step forward. Um, we weren't extremely pleased after week one, giving up so many rushing yards to Washington. Um, so we really pressed the kids about tackling and playing downhill um, this week in practice, you know, we're, we're nowhere near where we want to be defensively. Um, but it was a step forward. Um, you know, I, if you look from our team last year, we're starting a lot of new guys on defense. That's definitely, you know, where we lost the most senior leadership. So guys are taking on new roles. Guys are, you know, trying to step in and, you know, do everything they can. And, you know, fortunately we were able to take a step forward, but, we definitely need to continue to improve on on the defensive side of the ball. For sure. Well, you always want your defense to play to their uh, their the best of their ability. But I know some coaches set specific goals for for a certain amount of shutouts over the course of a season. Is that something that you guys do, or or just trying to trying to show up every week? You know, we don't really talk a lot about the scoreboard. Um, we kind of what we talk to our kids about is you know if we're doing our job, the scoreboard will take care of itself. So I'm not big on you know it having to be a shutout. I just, I want our defense and our offense and really, and our special teams as well to play their best every single week. Um, you know, obviously as a coach, nothing's ever going to be perfect, but we want to be as close to perfect as possible. Um, it was a step forward and, you know, hopefully we'll continue to improve this week and, and into next Friday. No doubt. You know, a, a lot of defensive minded players are, are always going to be fighting for that zero on the scoreboard. Um, what does it do? for four quarters to play shutout football and, and really boost the defensive defense's confidence. Like what, what are they feeling after that going into week three? Yeah. You know, it's definitely a feather in their cap and something they can fall back on. But I, I think you said it best. It's confidence. It's a confidence builder that, you know, if, if they trust the process and make the plays necessary, we do have the defense that can, you know, put up a zero. For sure. Were there any big defensive stops plays or even guys that just stood out to you on Friday? 
Um, you know, again, it, it was a, it was a team effort. Um, I think the one play that sticks out to me um, defensively would have been we stopped them on the one yard line on the last play of the game um, with a lot of our younger guys in the game. So for them to show the ability to tighten their belts and, and preserve that shutout, um, you know, it's definitely something the kids were excited about and can rally behind and, you know, something they can look back on and you know, a special memory for sure. Awesome. Well, Union now 2-0 and headed into a district game on the road against Sullivan. What do you expect to see from the Eagles? You know, every year when we play Sullivan, it's going to be a physical, physical game. Um, they like to pound the ball. Um, they do a lot of different things defensively to try to slow us down. And, you know, usually they have a very good uh, game plan on the defensive side of the ball. So, you know, we're going to have to match their physicality early. Um, I know their kids and their coaches have been circling this game all year um, after we eliminated them from the playoffs last year in a really hard-fought game. So, you know, Sullivan's extremely well-coached, and I expect we will fully get their best shot on Friday night. For sure. And, and you know, week one to week two, a lot of coaches say is the biggest jump a team will make all season. You guys obviously 2-0, and so feeling pretty good. But what do you want to see cleaned up from week two to week three? Um, just, you know, execution, you know, we're always looking to, to execute as close to perfect as we can, you know, I offensively able to put up a lot of points, but I, you know, there's still things we got to build on. I was disappointed that we did not get the two point conversion right before halftime, um, to come out in the second half with a running clock. You know, those are things that we're going to have to continue to improve on and continue to push our kids to get better at. Um, you know, you're never going to be satisfied even in, even in a pretty solid performance. Well, good, Coach. I think that's all I've got for you, unless you want to add something. No, I think that's it. Thank you. All right. Well, Coach, thank you for your time, and good luck this week as you guys prepare for Sullivan. Yep. You guys have a good week. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com. As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Chris Brown has chosen to sponsor your Wildcats post-game recap podcast all season long. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.